Mom of Five Missing. What happened to Jennifer Dulos? That's what we're talking about right now on the Blackberry Morning Show with yours truly, MC Spice. And of course, on the phone, our resident legal analyst, Sandy Moore. Welcome, Sandy Moore, to the show again. Thank you. Um, okay, we're talking about Jennifer Dulos, the mom missing, uh, moved to Connecticut within a week or so. She's gone. Uh, five children dropped them off to school. Her estranged husband um, is in custody. Uh, the husband or boyfriend is always a suspect in cases like this. I need to know, why is that? Why are the husbands and the boyfriends or significant others the uh, prime suspect as soon as something like this uh, happens? Well, generally, you look to, uh, it's, a, it's a personal thing. Usually, if someone goes missing, it's personal. So, you look to the circumstances of their family, of their loved ones, that sort of thing. And in this particular case, there was a divorce filed, and there were court papers going back and forth. And um, Jennifer Dulles had indicated in some of the court papers that he had threatened her life. So, she was in fear of her life. Um, so, those things things were known. Also, um, her estranged husband um, was in civil court with her, with his in-laws. Her parents were suing him for millions of dollars, uh, I guess, that he had borrowed from them and failed to repay. So there were a number of reasons why the, he may have had a motive to kill his ex-wife or soon-to-be ex-wife. Um, it's just motive. And, and, and that's really what they look at. Who would have the motive to do these things? Now, whether he did it, that remains to be seen. Everybody is innocent until proven guilty. However, he would have um, have a very clear motive to do so. And they're also saying that his girlfriend, who was also arrested with him, now they're, they're arrested not for murder. They're arrested with tampering with evidence and hindering a police investigation because they were seen allegedly um, dumping um, bloody clothes in various dumpsters in Hartford, Connecticut. So when those clothes or, or, or garments or, or rags were, were tested, it said that it tested positive for Jennifer's uh, blood. So obviously there's something going on here. The girlfriend is indicating that she knows nothing about it. She's out on bond wearing an ankle monitor. Her parents flew up from Florida as soon as it happened, bailed her out. She's on an ankle monitor. Uh, Mr. Dulos is still in jail. He's under a half million dollar bond and he's, I guess they're going to try to do a bond reduction argument now that he's lawyered up. Mom of five missing. What happened to Jennifer Dulos? Um, that's what I'm talking about right now on the Blackberry Morning Show with our guest and resident legal analyst, Sandy Moore. And uh, Jennifer Dulos has not been found as of yet, as of the re recording of this particular show. Um, the husband, Mr. Dulos' girlfriend, was detained and questioned by police. She was held in there for, f for about three hours. Now, does this indicate... Or uh, the girlfriend flipping? Is this a technique to get the other person to flip? Well, I mean, I think the police are allowed to use, um, you know, certain methods uh, to question people. Um, actually, in this 
circumstance, and in every circumstance, and many people don't realize this, but the, but the police can use deception as well. So the police can go in the room and say, you know, your boyfriend said this or your girlfriend said that to get the other person, you know, perhaps to break down and tell the truth. So a lot of times there's a bit of deception used. Obviously, they want to continue to press questions to see if there's any inconsistencies and in responses or answers. So the police are pretty much doing their jobs um, when they, you know, detain and they're thorough and asking questions. Now, the thing is, they're doing a great job. Now, was was his girlfriend doing a great job by talking to the police without an attorney? Well, I mean, a lot of times when people, you know, you know, some people use it as a ploy. So if, even if you're guilty, sometimes you believe and you perceive, if I talk to the police without an attorney and let them know I'm open and honest, that somehow that makes them look more innocent. And I just feel that's not necessarily the case. I always say, as a rule of thumb, you know, whenever the police are questioning you, especially uh, with, with regard to any crime, um, and you're a suspect, that you should exercise your right to remain silent because anything you say can and will be used against you. And sometimes, like, if you're nervous or you may say something that may be misinterpreted, that's why it's really important to have a lawyer there, not because you're guilty. And having a lawyer doesn't doesn't give you the inference of guilt. I just think that it's a right that you should have because sometimes you don't always understand the legalese or what's really going on in that sort of setting. You need an expert's help. Okay. You know what? The great Johnny Cochran once said on his own website, anything you say or do can be used against you in a court of law. Anything your attorney says or do does cannot. And I said, wow, that is... That's deep. I never knew that. Uh-huh. However, yeah. now with with respects to something like that, and not to come off the get off the beaten path here, but uh, with respects to something like that, her not having an attorney there—that th- that was my next question. Like anything she says or does. So, what if she says, "Well, yeah, I loved him. I never liked her." Something like that can be used against her. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and anything she said during that interview can absolutely be used against her. I mean, there are sometimes when people have um, false confessions, or they'll say, you know, uh, an attorney may come in and say, "Hey, I want to throw that confession out because they had asked for a lawyer beforehand," and and then the, and the questioning continues. So it's immediately, when somebody invokes their right to have an attorney, then immediately that that um, you know that interrogation should stop and that person should be given the right to an attorney so it really just depends on um, you know the circumstance but yes everything she says can be used against her I really wish that law would change where the, you don't have to invoke your right where your rights are automatically assumed uh-huh. <laughs> you know now that'd be cool uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, the right to remain silent and the right to have an attorney present during all questioning. Yeah. I mean, that's Miranda, so that is your basic right. Now, we're, we're talking about Jennifer Dulos. It's MC Spice with the Blackberry Morning Show. And, of course, our guest is our resident legal analyst, Attorney Sandy Moore. Mom of five, missing. What happened to Jennifer Dulos? Um, I know you've got, uh, you've all heard about it. I know you've heard about it yourself. We're talking about that because it bothers us. You know, it's it's not a color thing. It's a woman thing. It's it's going on way too much in this country and abroad. How they treat women and throw them to the dogs, kill them, leave them somewhere stranded. 
you know, all of us have to speak up about this. May not sound like anything that should be particularly on a show like this. However, it it is. Information uh-huh. is what we're about, not just uh, playing some music here and there. We're about giving you the information, the goods, so that you can make uh better decisions on how to better go about your daily life. I'm not going to keep beating off, going off the beaten path again, but we're talking about Jennifer Dulos. Where is she? Now, uh, Sandy, can the uh-huh. husband be charged with murder even if a body isn't recovered? Oh, yes. I mean, there, there's, I mean, it's not ideal for a prosecutor. That's not their ideal circumstance. However, they can make a circumstantial case. Absolutely. They, I mean, I, it used to be that you needed a body, but these days, if a body doesn't turn up, but there's enough circumstantial evidence, he certainly could be convicted. It what? would be up to a jury to determine that. What the? So you mean, uh, so the, so I guess the mob got off before these new laws came into place, huh? What do you mean? <laughs> because back then, you, if you couldn't find the body, a lot of the people from the mob got off. That was that was the way they did their thing. They they hid the body, so as long as you hide the body, nothing's gonna. Ugh. Wait. Uh-huh. So in in this case, a circumstantial evidence would be what? Uh-huh. Um, circumstantial evidence would be number one that there was motive. You know that that and there was motive, and that there was opportunity. Um, and, and clearly, the motive is they're estranged. I mean, he's being sued by the in-laws that he's having financial difficulty. Um, I'm, you know, and that there are documents in her records, uh, which was prior, which was prior to her disappearance, that her attorneys had filed for her in court with regard to her divorce, that she was afraid for her life. So, and, and that she had felt threatened by him. So those things all, you know, it's little things, um, little things that can, little pebbles like that that can make a mountain of evidence. Now, w- with respect to his um, his bail and his bail reduction, uh-huh. does yeah. does he have a pretty good case for bail reduction if he's only being held for um, improper disposal of, uh, of now, what is it, what is he being held? It was, tamper- it was tampering with evidence and interfering with an investigation, a police investigation. Are, are, are those so, felonies? Uh-huh. Um, well, you know, uh, it depends on what state, but some one one is yes. Okay, huh? uh, so so it's not really a highly punishable crime with a lot of sentencing. So five hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money. So well, uh, it's a lot of money, but um, the bond is not well. When you do a bond reduction argument, it depends on what state you're in. They look to some things. They look to number one: is this person a risk of flight? You understand? Does he have well-established roots in this area? I mean, is he someone that would get on a plane and you know go or go to Mexico or wherever? Would he run? So, and also they look to the severity of the crime. Clearly, he's being held with um, with I believe it was. Um, uh, interfering with an investigation and also um, tampering. So those things, uh, you know, depending on what the circumstances, you know, that could be very serious because we know that they're really looking at him for the murder. Okay. Jennifer Dulos is what we were talking about. Um, the mom of five missing. What happened to Jennifer Dulos? And if you know anything, if you're in that particular area, um, Reach out. 
Let the police know what you uh, what you know. So far, they're, they're up to almost 300 tips. And, of course, um, Sandy Moore can break down exactly what those tips could or could not mean. Um, what, what would that mean? What, 300 tips. Would that mean anything? Could that lead to anything? Has it ever led to anything? When you say 300 tips, yeah, you, the, mean, just, you mean tips about the actual... Well, anonymous tips about what people may or may not know. Yeah, I believe that they have set up a website for tips. Sometimes, you know, it does send people on wild goose chases. But in in the case like this where the stakes are high, we do have a mother of five very young children um, missing. And, you know, every day that goes by, and I believe now it's the 17th day, every day that goes by is a day if she's somewhere trapped or she's being held, you know, they're trying to get to her. So it, it's, it's any tip is, is, is better than no tip. And, we, and, any, and they have to follow up on all leads. And you never know. This, you don't want to overlook anything because the slightest tip, which you may think oh, this is inconsequential, could turn out to be the one that finds her. Now, with 300 tips, how many police, officer, uh, police officers are now investigating all five 300 tips how, how does that help at all well i mean a lot of tips can be dispelled easily it depends i mean it just depends on what the tip is and where it is i mean some things like you do have sometimes that you have to dismiss them it's they're really not credible um but in other circumstances they'll try to follow up on the leads and it just really depends on what they have and some may be repetitive like we may say okay we saw her at a particular place and you may call the same day and say the same thing so it's already been established all right mother of five missing what happened to jennifer dulos um we're wrapping up this um piece right here with yours truly mc spice and our resident legal analyst sandy moore um you can also go online find jennifer com. jennifer's with two n's dulos is d-u-l-o-s find jennifer com and I, I happened upon a phone number. Um, you can also call 203-594-3544. 203-594-3544. That's not a phone number to us. That's a number to the website and a police uh, tip line if you know anything about Jennifer Dulos. If you've never even heard about this and you decide, listen to this show today and say, wait a minute. I know Jennifer Dulos. Let me make a phone call and tell them what I know. 203-594-3544 or find com. Once again, Sandy Moore, thank you so much for joining us on the Blackberry Morning Show to speak about this uh, very, very heavy topic. You're welcome. It's MC Spice. This is the Blackberry Morning Show.